Hello, everybody. Welcome to Jesus Songs. My name is Brett. I'm really excited about today's episode because we have none other than Cody Carnes joining us on the podcast. Uh, he was on his God is Good tour in Atlanta. Actually, they were playing at Passion City Church, which made doing this podcast interview a little easier for both of us. Um, I love Cody and his wife, Carrie, so much. They are uh, incredible worship leaders and songwriters. Their songs have been gifts to the church, uh, particularly over the last few years. They've just brought some amazing, amazing worship music. Uh, They've been a part of a lot of the events that we've done at Passion, um, and I just love every time they lead. It's so special. God speaks to me uh, through their music in really powerful ways. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about Cody's song, Firm Foundation. It's just been everywhere over the last year and a half, and really, it's such a song of hope and faith. And um, I love this song a lot. I love that uh, in a very simple moment in life, uh, God started this song in Cody's heart. And it's pretty cool to see where it has gone since then. So let's not waste any time and get right into the interview. This is Cody Carnes' Firm Foundation. Cody Carnes, welcome to the Jesus Song Podcast. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. You're in town in Atlanta. I am. Playing a a night of worship here at Passion City. Yep. I'm on the God is Good tour. It's amazing. God is good So good good to be. Is is this your your first headlining? It is. First headlining tour. Second night. Um, Yeah. How was the kickoff? How was last night? It was great. Yeah? It was really, really great. Way better than I thought it was going to be. That's awesome. A lot of nerves, a lot of jitters. Yeah. And uh, it was like, it just blew my mind. It was awesome. Yeah, so so good. good to be, I feel like I'm home when I'm at Passion City, you know? Let's so go. sometimes you end up in churches you've never been to and it just, you know, there's not a connection. Tonight <laughs> is such a connection. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're so glad you're here. You're no stranger to, you're no stranger to Passion. So welcome home. Yeah, thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, and all of that. But I'm really excited, you know, just as we've been on this journey with this podcast, looking at all these different um, uh, church songs and getting to know a lot of the people who are kind of underneath these songs, behind these songs, or God's kind of used through them. It's it's just really great. And today we're going to talk about Firm Foundation, yeah. uh, which has just been, you know, massive all the last like year and a half. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I love leading that song. I mean, I remember the moment I heard you lead it at Passion um, at 2022, mm-hmm. Mercedes-Benz. What? What is that? It's amazing. Um, but before we kind of dive into that song, I'd love for people to get to know y- you a little bit, just where you're coming from. Yeah. And um, uh, obviously, we know you carry your kids. You guys are up in Nashville, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but where, where'd you grow up? I grew up in West Texas. Okay. What so, part of West Texas? Like, if you, if you drew a line between Dallas and El Paso, I'm like right in the middle. Amazing. So that's that's my best way to describe it. Because okay. otherwise, most people would have no idea what <laughs> what it is. But um, yeah, like, like Friday Night Lights. West Friday Texas? Night Lights is perfect. Okay, yep. that happened like 50 miles from my hometown. So that that was the culture I grew up in. Football, Amazing. oil rigs. Is that, everywhere. What is that? Odessa? Is that? Yeah, what that, Odessa. Okay. So I grew up in Big Spring, Texas. So strong, just outside of there. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. so when like in growing up, um. Two kind of two routes I'd love to know. Like one, um, how'd you get how did you get into music? Or to kind of realize like, oh, like I think I I think I'm gifted to play music. Like what, what how yeah. did that get going for you? Really young. So my dad was a musician 
and he was professional musician for like 25 years no way so when i was born he was kind of ending his okay. music career yep. really and um but i was like inundated with with it just was music. around the house yeah and there was always a drum kit set up in the house in the garage did you play drums i played drums yeah, first so um yeah and, and i i started as a kid so that i don't even really have like my first memories of playing drums it was super young three two or three and then uh, I do have a memory, though, of playing with my dad when I was six years old. So at the time, my dad had retired from music. He moved into like the- What kind of music was he playing? He's playing country music. Amazing. From so West Texas. From West Texas. Let's go. He's from Georgia. Who is he in a band? Um, he, at the time, he played at this little like dance hall uh -huh. in, in Big Spring where I grew up. But he's from North Georgia. He played in bands in like Chattanooga a lot. And okay. he played in bands in like some Nashville some. And uh, so he just kind of was a, a bit of a musical vagabond until Amazing. he got to Big Spring, met my mom and all that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but at the time when I was six, he had retired from music professionally and moved into like the medical field, but he was still like playing on the weekends with his friends. Okay. So it's kind of like just doing little country gigs yep. at dance halls in Texas. And so I grew up in that. So at six years old, I remember he taught me like, two country songs that were really easy to play. Yep. Um, but basically, you know, I had like my first drum debut when I was six with him at one of his little gigs with his friends. And I just got up at six years old and played these two songs. Amazing. Uh, and like, I remember that I'd like can just remember that vividly of what that looked like. And so that kind of came our thing. Like we just, okay. we would, I would go play with him. By the time I was 10, I was doing the full like four hour gig on drums <laughs> let's go my dad playing bass and singing and you couple, play bass couple too, friends i do play bass yeah i started playing later like in okay. like 18 19 yeah i remember i feel like i remember seeing some like old belonging videos of you like leading yeah from the bass like back yeah in the day. when i got to gateway after high school i was i would lead from bass a lot that's awesome you, you need to bring fun. that back I do. That'd be you need fun. to bring that back. You have Paul fun. McCartney of. of uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's like uses two different sides of my brain. It's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's very it's challenging. wild. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. So you were like you were just in this like country music. Yep. Yeah. Honky yeah. And then tonk, I grew up. You know, hall. as I grew up, I I met other musician friends and. You know, and I, I studied music in like school. I was in drumline and all kinds of stuff. And what did you play on the drumline? I played tenors. Amazing! Mm -hmm. I was a snare drum in the drumline. Nice. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I played drums. So first we too. get each other on a new level now. I know. Um, I know. Listening in, listening in. Yeah, but you know, and then I had really good friends that were in music too. So I was in bands in high school. And what was the name of your first band? Oh gosh, Paid in Full. <laughs> <laughs> Christian. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm definitely Christian. <laughs> For sure. Um, I was also in a band called Crimson Soul. That's another awesome. terrible Christian band name. Uh, I love I'll, it. Very redemptive <laughs> names, though. Yeah. Very cross-centered names. Yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> what, what, what style were you? Was this like... Was, uh, it varied. Like, it went from being... Like, hardcore? Yeah, it, it got there. Okay. It got there towards the end of high school. I was definitely... <laughs> that's when Tooth and Nail was really big, and Under Oath, and Emery, and all those bands, like, were massive yeah that was like the peak of that whole season basically and so that's what we were into and it was it was actually really fun like of course it was it was i i still like try to accomplish some of the same emotions in music sometimes right. you know just right. some of those like, like guttural the, like, the intensity uh, yeah. of you know and it, thankfully uh worship music still lends itself to some of that yeah you so, can get get yeah. a little wild with yeah, it yeah yep. that's yep. awesome paid in full <laughs> yeah. yep 
there's going to be a side project coming, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> I hope not. Hardcore. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> That's awesome. So, it, like, in the midst of that, obviously, here you are in some of these Christian videos. Like, how did you, how did you meet Jesus? And, like, how did, how, yeah. and, and really, how did those worlds of, like, meeting Jesus and here you are surrounded by music, give, yep. you know, obviously you've got a gift for it. And how did, how does, how did these worlds kind of come together? Yeah. So I grew up, my, both my parents were Christians when I was born. Um, they got divorced when I was three. So, um, and at that time, I think my mom really like, she was, she was a Christian before, but when, when that happened and, and then she was basically like a single mom with me and my brother. So it was like, she really leaned into the church. Yeah. And um, it was like, I don't even know if we were going to church before that, but I think when I was about seven or eight is when I remember we were like going all the time. Yeah. And my mom, that was like a, such a lifeline for her and for us as kids. And um, so, yeah, I, I got saved when I was eight um, at my church uh, there in Big Spring. And, um, you know, I just, I, I, from that, I mean, from that point on, I just, I was, I loved church. I loved my friends there. I loved the presence of God. Like I really, I really always just had such a love for it. And so, you know, I kind of like grew up in that church and then I started, you know, naturally I was playing music already. Uh -huh. So it was like a very, in a small town, so it's like right. anybody that can like, play any sort of music. You like, have instruments at your house? Yes. Like you should you're come in. play. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> yeah. So, and I loved that. You know, I, I just would serve at church all the time. And um, what were some of those early songs for you that were pretty in those like formative like <laughs> days? I mean, I remember as a kid, like uh, what's funny is me and my mom, because my mom sings as well. So my mom liked doing this thing with me where me and her would do duets to okay. like tapes, yep. you know? And like- <laughs> with the, um, like, the, like the accompaniment tape? Yes, accompaniment tape. Okay. And we would like, I remember we had a karaoke machine at home <laughs> and that's how we rehearsed. We had two Let's microphones, karaoke machine, we rehearsed. And I was probably 12, 13 at this time. And um, like uh, the old song, El Shaddai. Yeah. El Shaddai, El uh, Shaddai. Amy Grant, da, 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 but written by Michael da, da, da. Card. Yes. Yep. Uh, we did that song, uh, "Ancient of Days." Let's go. Uh, we there was a couple like CCM songs we did at the time. I don't really remember, mm -hmm. but they were on the radio. Amazing. And so that was like a thing that me and my mom did. And at the time, me and my dad, you know, we were still playing music and stuff too. Like I said, but um, yeah. But then I started leading worship in my youth group when I was four, fifteen. I uh, started kind of playing in the band when I was fourteen, leading when I was fifteen. And that's really where I really kind of realized, like, I really love doing this. And, um, you know, I got into just like learning how to lead people. And I really, I really understood, man, it's really amazing and a lot of fun to get to create music and play music, but also help people connect to Jesus at the same time. Right. Like the intersection of those two, it was just like, that's, it just kind of like had this ringing in my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is it, you know. And um, yeah, so I, mean, I feel like I've been doing it my whole life, yeah. basically. But that's amazing. What, was there like a moment or like a time? You know, like how old were you when you were like, I think, I think this is like what I'm, I'm here to do. Like that, I'm. Yeah. I want to make music. I don't know how it's gonna work. I don't know how it's yeah. all gonna work out or shake out. Yeah. But like, I have to do this. Yeah, I think it was definitely music in general. Was like I said, for most of my life. I mean, I had my dad had built like a music room shed in our backyard and I was out there all the, like, all the time. Three, I'd be out there. Three, Literally wood shedding. Yes. Yeah. Like three hours after school every day, just yeah. 
like playing drums or playing guitar and like, you know, dreaming about playing music. And um, that's where my bands rehearsed when I was a kid, you know, so, so cool. we spent a lot of time out there. And so I think for that, I think specifically for worship, it actually wasn't until after high school. Uh, after high school, I was kind of chasing some other like musical dreams. Yep. And um, and those kind of, I quickly found out that those, those weren't what I wanted to do. And, yeah. And so, and at the time I was, I would just started going to Gateway in Dallas, Gateway Church. Okay. And, and so I was like chasing these other dreams with friends in Dallas. And then I was going to church and I was, I was like serving at church, but I wasn't really there a lot. And so I remember there was a moment when, God was just really speaking to me about, hey, I want you to like, basically like stop doing all the, chasing all these things. Right. They have nothing for you. And uh, I want you to like be a worship. I want you to lean in on this like, church. And, okay. And so I remember that was a really hard thing for me at the time. And the the number one reason is because uh, I had tried to write worship songs before uh-huh. and I was terrible, okay. you know? And so, and I was kind of writing some of these other kinds of songs and, and those seemed to be more fruitful at the time. And okay. so- I thought, well, like I want to like create songs, create music, and I don't want to just be leading everybody else's songs all the time, you know. So that's kind of I kind of got somewhat of a distaste for fully going in on the the right. worship side for that reason. And it was so funny. Um, but the moment that it happened, the moment that I said, okay, I can't deny that God's asking me to do this. Right. I told the band on a Friday night that I was leaving the band after the next three months. I was going to be, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to just go be involved at church and focus there. And the next morning I wake up and I'm actually getting ready to go lead at church. And I start writing this little chorus and bridge. Wow. Uh, to this worship song. And... I was like, man, this actually feels like pretty good, you know? And so I go to church and I'm in the green room with the team. And uh, and and I was like, hey, I wrote this little like chorus and bridge. I was like, can I play it for you guys? Like, yeah, so I play it. <laughs> and they were like, that's really good. Like, they're like, why don't you just throw it into the set today? Amazing. I was like, really? You know? <laughs> so I just kind of tagged it on the end of another song uh-huh. and it was awesome. Like yeah. people responded and they were like, in kind of instantly. So Do you that, remember what was that chorus? It's called. It's a song called Victory. It's actually on a Gateway record. Okay. So they put it on a record forever ago. Wow. Um. So yeah, I ended up finishing out the verses and like yep. recording it. But um. Yeah. So that was just a cool moment for me because it was like the night before I had just basically made the decision just to obey God right. without really knowing how I would do it or what would happen. Right. But then it was like the next morning, it was like, that was kind of like the reward for the obedience, I feel like. Isn't that crazy how like, I mean, I've, I've, I heard um, uh, a pastor say one time, following God is like driving through the night with headlights on and you have to keep moving in order to see what's coming. Yeah. You know, so and it's like, you just got to keep take the step of obedience. And then when you do, yeah. he's right there to meet you. Yeah. And um, obviously in that, in this scenario, yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly yeah. it of like, I'm going to trust you, even though I don't get it. I yeah. don't have all the answers. And yeah. then there he is to, yeah. to begin to meet you. And so in this season, that's like when you and Carrie meet and yeah. like all of, okay, yeah. amazing. So we met, at, we met, uh, so I was 19 when I, when I like that whole thing happened. And then I met her a year later uh, at church. And then at that point I was like really involved as a worship leader. And so we would just get scheduled to lead worship together you yeah. know, at church on the weekends and things like that. So that's kind of how we met. Yep. And then after about a year of knowing each other, um, she pulled me aside on at church one weekend, uh, and said, Hey, um, I'd really love to talk to you about you coming on the road with me. Yeah. And she said, I really feel like in this season, um, I'm doing a lot of events, a lot of like three day conferences, just stuff that I feel like I would really, I really need like another worship leader. Right. 
And she said, I just feel like you'd be perfect for it, you know? Amazing. So um, that's how our, that's really how like our like deeper friendship began was I, I was, you know, I was 21. She's eight years older than me. So okay. she's 29. I was 21. And so I'm this 21 year old kid just like, yeah, like this is a dream. Like I'll go to be like, on the road, and yeah, you're like, let's the world, and, let's you know, go. Um, All I've seen is Texas. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like some of the same. Like Austin's playing drums for me tonight. He was the drummer at the time. No and, way. Um, so just like you know, met some really amazing, some of my best friends, and and you know, got to know her, and we would lead worship together, and yep. that's right. Also, when I started writing, like. I think pretty decent songs was okay. that same year. Yep. So I was even writing songs and I was showing, I was, you know, Carrie was hearing them and she'd be like, can you lead that song tonight? Like, and so we'd work it up with the band. And so it's kind of like stepping yep. out and starting to do my own songs. And she was giving me that kind of space to do it. And yep. so it's just like this really cool, you know, friendship um, that just started that whole, that whole year. We That's became amazing. really close friends, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. Christ is my firm foundation The rock on which I stand When everything around me is shaking I've never been more glad That I put my faith in Jesus Cause He's never let me down He's faithful through One of the things I love, Cody, it just especially as you guys have come and served at Passion for many years now, um, which is so awesome. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are always bringing these songs that are just like, just so right on for the the season, and and mm -hmm. really, um, I feel especially in the last little bit. I mean, just songs that have been really helpful to the church, and mm -hmm. just church songs, you know, mm -hmm. like where. Um, I mean, there's songs I want to, I lead Christ be magnified all the time. I'm leading mm. firm foundation all the time. And, mm. um, and so just as we talk about firm foundation, like how, what's your mindset as you're like getting into that space of going, you know, you're writing all these songs and you've got all kinds of songs that, like you were saying, like there's, there's different tones that these songs serve a lot, mm -hmm. but it, you, you've got a way about, of writing these songs that the church needs in these seasons. And mm. so like, how do you, like, I, I, you know, I don't, you might not be sitting down to go like, what does the church need right now? <laughs> but like what, as you do, and as you're, you know, I know it's a big heart for your, the, the desire that you have is to serve people, to yeah. serve the Lord um, and to, to help people encounter him. Yeah. Like what, how do you, what's your mindset as you're like, you know, going into that creative space and, yeah. and just trying to figure out like, all right, Lord, what, what mm. are we writing today? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I really know. I never really know that that's, I, I all that is very clear in hindsight, but I don't yeah. really know in the moment that this is going to be something that does this or that. Um, you know, I do think there's a certain like, you can have a very, especially if you're, if you're connected to the Holy Spirit, if you're, if you're walking with God and like, you can have this like prophetic bent as a songwriter when all that just all that means is that God just speaks to you, right. and you write you write about it, right? And I think that's that's a lot of times what what could happen is, you know, I don't know in the moment that I'm like, like living in this kind of prophetic moment of this song is gonna, 
you know, it's going to hit the church at this time in six months and it's going to be like this, it's going to feel like this, like, whoa, this is crazy timing. You never know that in the moment, but it, you know, it does happen, I think, because, and that's the crazy thing about what we do is we're partnering with the Holy Spirit to write songs. It's right. the most wild thing. I think it's the best, it, if you're going to be a songwriter, the most fun you could have writing songs in any genre would be worship music. Yeah. Because you're, you, you're getting this whole other element of partnering with God and like God being in the room and speaking and, and and speaking through his word and speaking you know it's just such a it's such an incredible experience you know yeah and so i think a lot of that is just is just um trying to be aware like i i, I kind of have this picture of just having like antennas up a lot yeah and just being aware being like being open to god speaking to you at kind of any time and you know songs ideas will come at random times sometimes you know when i'm like making coffee or uh-huh. you know and songs will come from like really deep burdens that i have you know um where i'm actually really going through something and i'm processing something for like months and months and months just not for a song but just for my own life right and then uh, naturally because i'm a songwriter like it, that kind of just comes out the exhale you know? of that yeah, is, it comes out yeah and so that happens a lot. And and sometimes it's it's just as simple as sitting down with two other friends in a room and yeah. you have no idea what you're gonna write that day and you start talking, kinda like we're doing here. And yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we should oh, write about that. Right. And it's very much like that a lot of times. It's like a collaboration thing. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's all all kinds of of different ways, but it's it's really in the moment just being diligent to think like what what's in my heart right now? Yeah. What what's what moves me? Yeah what do I want to sing to God? Like, what do I want to sing in this? Like, Firm Foundation was that. Yeah. What do I want to sing in this season of, we, we have been in the COVID pandemic for a year. Okay. And it was more so like unintentionally just going, it just came out of my heart one morning. Like, uh-huh. that that was a making coffee kind of morning. Okay. Like, just, I was just, I just felt so much angst and just so much like fear and and uncertainty. And it was like, just, it was almost like this thing just came out of me that just kind of like recentered my yeah. soul, yeah. you know? And it was, I, I wrote that whole chorus that morning, you know, just like, and so, yeah, just, it, it happens in a kind of all, all different ways. Dude, what a great cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I mean, I feel that. So, you know, for you too, it's a lot of way, like your songwriting, it's just, it's a way of your, you're processing what God is stirring in you and, mm-hmm. and and doing in your life and in your heart. So you, t- how, yeah. So so you had this coffee. And it, <laughs> it was powerful. I get the same coffee now every yeah, time. Can you same let us know? Yeah. No, this no, no, no. episode is brought to you by. No, 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 never. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> These beans. Um, <laughs> I was gonna think of like a cheesy Christian coffee name. <laughs> but, it's Hebrews. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, there, there we go. I got. Them, I got Plenty where that came from. Uh huh. And um, it's all in there. It's it brought to you by Paid in Full. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> don't reinforce that. People are gonna go find those pictures. Oh my god! Yeah, terrible. we're all searching deep now. We're going deep. And um, check his MySpace out. No, um, please don't. <laughs> but uh, no. So yeah. So how does it, you go from the coffee, and then like, how does it go from there to like, okay, now this is like, yeah, this is a song. Yeah, so it, for this specific one, um, like I said, I wrote the chorus. Uh, I just went back and actually listened to that voice memo the other day. I, I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and it's really funny. It's just me singing. On Isn't my phone. it funny going back and listening to mm-hmm. the kernels of yeah. these these ideas? Yeah, 
Uh, it's really fun. And, and the melody was a little bit different in some parts. Like, and, um, and so, and at that point I knew, I knew that I was going to write with Chandler. Okay. And, um, when, when this idea happened, uh, a f- after like, you know, sitting with it for a few days and processing it, uh, that idea just, it just felt like, I feel like I should write this with Chandler. Yeah. Just, I just knew, yep. you know? Yeah. And so, you know, so I sent him a little, uh, I did an iPhone video. I actually posted this on Instagram, but I did like a little iPhone video sitting at the piano, you know, showing him like, Hey, I think this is what we should write when we write, you know, just kind of trying to send him something a little early. Yep. Prime the pump. Yeah. Just see if he has anything. Um, And so I filmed a little video and kind of cast a vision. And so then when we got together, um, with my friend Austin, who's playing drums tonight, um, we got together in a room at my house and, uh, you know, we already kind of knew what we were going for. And, uh, and then I remember that day, uh, it, the conversation quickly came up about, um, you know, the sermon on the Mount and Jesus teaching, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the wise man builds his house, you know, on the rock and right. wise man, the foolish man builds his house on the sand and rain can come and wind can blow and floodwaters can rise, but, um, the house won't fall because it's built on the, the, the rock. And it was so this like moment of, yes, this is a, such a classic scripture that I've heard, uh, my whole life. And it's such a classic like theme anyway. Um, but in that time in life it felt so potent it felt so like i need this song for my yeah. own life yeah and so it was just it was really easy to kind of write that and what i love about the song is that it was written in this time of like really kind of anxiety and turmoil and but it has this like it has this kind of tenacious joy about it truly and it's it's almost like joy in the face of all that stuff. It's like yeah. deep joy. Yeah. Like that's a different, yeah. Cause it's like, it's, it's not yeah. situational joy. Right. It's like, it's like a joy that's deeper and that kind of comes out and like punches fear in the face kind of thing, yeah. you yeah. know? And I, and I really love that about it. And even, even like the joy and chaos line and all that, that's kind of where that all came mm-hmm. from. That's just, that's what we felt kind yeah. of in that, in that moment, you know? Um, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, we, we, I remember, I remember kind of sharing that vision morning of, of like, what if we wrote around this Sermon on the Mount scripture somewhere? And then, you know, it was a couple hours later, Chandler was sitting at the piano and he started playing. That melody. So good. You know, he started playing on piano and he started singing the thing. And it was like, there it is. Great. You know? Done. (laughs) There it is. Man. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Do you find like with some of those songs that have tended to rise up, like are they do they come do they feel effortless or do they I mean obviously sometimes writing a song is like okay I'm it feels like a wrestling match and then other times it's like yeah I'm 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 just like it's flowing yeah like you know for you how like what are those those songs that have tended to kind of like you know land in the church like what are yeah. those are they is it a mix I think I don't think I wouldn't say it's like the songs that feel special they feel special throughout the entire process. Mm-hmm. So I it doesn't ever feel like a like a like wrestling a bear to me. Right. When I know like I can already feel that the potential of this idea even if it's just like a smallest idea. Right. If I'm I get excited about it, it kind of carries me through even if it takes an, a year to write that song. Right. I don't think that process feels strenuous necessarily. That's great. 
when when you can see the vision for what it could be. It's right. Like so, like know, the anticipation of yeah, what's coming yes. is really is kind of like pulling you forward yeah. in the process. It carries you. So yeah. it, I, for me, it helps. Like I don't really feel like oh, this is so hard. Yeah. There are times that I feel that with songs, <laughs> and those that's just because they're probably not good songs, you know. <laughs> and but um, at least that's my experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm trying. I'm actually really bad about throwing a song away for really, like too maybe too soon uh-huh, because and it's not like, ever uh, giving it some sort of chance or not ever revisiting it like uh-huh. um and i have i you know I have, I have other friends who aren't that way and they actually have found they have, they've had scenarios where they've written songs and they didn't think they were very good and then they re, you know somebody released them or something and they actually were great they never being great songs <laughs> yeah. and uh, i'm like still in that process of like Huh? I don't know how, <laughs> like, I would never even let, I would never even want to sing it, you know? And then, but then I hear that song and I'm like, that is a great song. Like, why did you think it was a, you know? So I'm yeah. like, maybe, you know, yeah. you don't always have it right. Um, and so there may be, I don't know, there may be good songs that I've, I don't know, never released. Yeah, no, you got to go back through all those voices. I guess. Now. Yeah, it's not worth it. I'll yeah. just move on. <laughs> See? Uh, but I don't even remember where we were at. No, just of like, you know, this one kind of felt very like, like the, the, it just, the process it, it felt yeah had an ease on because um, friend foundation took i mean i i think i wrote that little idea in uh october and then you know we wrote it in may okay we finished it i think in may okay in my house and so yeah so i mean that's it's a lot of time but yeah. it never felt i mean from if you listen to that little voice memo i was talking about the very first time i thought of the chorus like i'm literally i literally chuckle when I get to the he won't part, because uh-huh. I, I think as I was recording it, I thought of that. Uh-huh. It just it just kind of like light bulb moment happened at uh, the end of the chorus, right? And so I like I like made it's, myself laugh. It surprised you, yeah, like surprised yeah. me, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's I love that. Like I don't that may that maybe feel that maybe that's gonna feel so cheesy when I get to it, but like yeah. right now, I think that that's so interesting and like. And just, it feels so like defiant, It does, you know? And so I, yeah, so I was just always excited about it from, from day one, you know? And so it never felt, you know, strenuous necessarily. Bro. Well, and it was, I mean, I know y'all, I guess at the beginning of 2022, it started to kind of get its like legs. And I I remember you guys singing it together in their, their Mercedes Benz. But then, I mean, I know we sing it so much around here at church and um i mean it was it was just it's it's such an amazing song but i loved even we're just like a month away at the time of this recording from passion 2023 mm-hmm. and our y'all closed your set with it and mm-hmm. i mean it was just this beautiful night opening night christine we planned came. to start with it that night you had we flipped our set backwards last minute totally <laughs> I'm so happy you did. <laughs> I mean, it was so powerful. And like, I mean, Christine does this amazing talk about how like the presence of God in our life and in the church is he like the spirit of God in our life is the it's is he's the differential yeah. in our life and yeah. in the world. And so y'all just had this like amazing journey. Started with nothing else and mm-hmm. and and just started and just really ministering to the Lord and 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 to the people in the room. But as that just simmered and grew and grew and grew. It felt by the time you got to Firm Foundation, it mm. felt like this like faith bomb mm. just went off in, awesome. in a State Farm. It was called Phillips Arena. It's because I've been around Atlanta oh, yeah. my whole life, <laughs> but it's State Farm. But, yeah. um, but anyway, and it was, I mean, it literally was just this like 
boom. Awesome. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That that that's kind of stuff is fun when you you kind of have to go on the fly and yeah. change stuff around and you know, it make it keeps it exciting. Yeah. Like, especially for us as leaders. Like we know what to expect because we've planned it. Right. And we were just as much on our toes as yeah. anybody else. Well, and I've watched you and Kerry lead now for a, a been in a space where you guys have been leading for a few years now. And y'all are always just so sensitive to the Lord and what he's doing in the lives of people. And I, I, y'all steward those moments and pastor those moments really, really well. And Mm -hmm. whether that's like, okay, like let's just, let's reorder our set list. But even, even as the set list is going, like just watching you kind of like listen and respond. That's what I, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but like how, like where, where is your mind, like when you're leading worship like that, like where is your mind and your heart? Like how, how are you doing that as like, I'm, you're trying to hear and discern his voice yeah, and, and then respond to that. Yeah. It's a great question. Yeah. Um, it's hard to kind of put language to it, but I think it, I think in those moments, well, I think first you have to start with like your, your heart has to be submitted to the Lord and submitted to what he wants to do in those, in those moments. Yeah. And I think if that's the case, if your heart is really to say, I, I really want to steward this as best as I can for, yeah. for the moment that the Holy Spirit that you want to have with people. Yeah. So, and then at that point, it's, then you just kind of follow those gut feelings because yep. you're, you're submitted to those. Yeah. You're not, you're not trying to like, you're not, it's not about you. It's not about, it's like you're submitted to what the Lord wants. So it's like, those just feel like gut feelings. It feels mm-hmm. like, it feels like if Christine preaches preaches on lingering in the presence of God, yeah, coming out with firm foundation is going to feel like, <laughs> whoa, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it just makes so much sense in that in that at that point, right? So it's like, and then also just being open and willing to be flexible, right. you know, and kind of and I have we have a great band, we have a great team, like amazing band. So you build a great you build great people around you too that can that can flex that yeah. can and you you teach them how to flex and teach them. And so, you know, that helps a lot too. Um, but yeah, it, it just, at that point, if you're submitted, it just, whatever those gut feelings are, you and know? Then you, and, and you like follow them? Yeah, just follow them. Yeah. And sometimes you're, sometimes you're kind of wrong and it, sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't exactly think, do what I was going to do. But <laughs> there's also, I think when you, when your heart is submitted, there's also so much grace in it too. Uh-huh. So you don't really have to like be super nervous about if you, if you mess it up, it's still not messing it up enough to where it's like v- extremely distracting. Right. It just may have been like, you know, that you were, you were going to, Oh, I should have done it this way. Wait. Okay. Right. You know, but in the room, everyone, no one, no one knows, you know, right, right. So it's just stuff like that. And you learn just, you learn that after time, after time, just, you know, kind of how that feels and, and what the Lord was saying. And then you you reflect and, you know, like we had the first night of tour last night. Yeah. There's a lot that I learned. Okay. Like there's a lot that I thought would be, be great. And yeah. How would the flow work? What's an example of that? Um, like you know, we have kind of two two sets built: front set and a back set, and then some stuff in the middle. Yep. And the front set was too short. Okay. Like we basically got people to a really an amazing place, and then we were just like, Rrr! like we pulled the curtain out from under them, and uh-huh. we started doing some other things and shifted. And so it was like, oh man, like. I should have, you know, so tonight we like packed the front set a little bit more and okay. move some stuff, you know, so just, you just learn every time and you try to make it 
better yep. and and it's and, but it's all about how are people connecting with Jesus right you know and that's that's the heart that's the focus uh and yeah just follow your gut. what do you think i mean just as a worship leader as a songwriter and just pastor like what what are some of those things that help like open up people's hearts towards towards jesus because obviously i mean that's what worship is mm-hmm. you know it's us like responding to jesus seeing jesus yeah um and and ultimately declaring our love and devotion yeah. to jesus yeah so like what are what are like just whether that's the things you sing about or like what's in the song yeah. like what are some things that as you've been doing this now for a, like a, a while mm-hmm. like what what have you like what starts to crack open people's hearts towards mm-hmm. the lord I mean, I think it's, I think it's as simple as the gospel. Yeah, you know, it's as simple as singing songs that talk about what Jesus has done, the cross, the grave. Singing songs about the love of God. Mm-hmm. Singing songs about, um, you know, and it it and I think it doesn't necessarily have to be like a on the nose ministry to people type song. Right. Those those obviously are amazing and we need them. But I think so much ministry can happen to people indirectly when a song ministers to the Lord. Yeah. So it's and I think that's something I would love to see even more of in the church. Like that's something I want to write more songs Bro, that's about. That's awesome. That are that are that are just ministering to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing about that is when you minister to the Lord God says he's enthroned in our praise, which so that means when we praise, he, we we literally are building a throne for him to like rest on with right with praise, you right. know, and the atmosphere. And so when we praise, he's there, yeah, and then God ministers to people, yes. So it's kind of like this, um, it, you know, it's this kind of up and then yes. down. And I think, and I know sometimes for me as a worship leader, I've gotten so focused on I have to minister to people, I actually don't like I, right. I, I do, right. but. But I don't have to, I shouldn't say I don't, I don't have to carry the full responsibility of that. That's good. It's the Holy Spirit's job. It's, it's God's job to yes. minister to people. Because yeah, so God good. can meet every single person in a room at the same time with whatever they need right. at the same time. Right. So it, it's just, so, okay, I just, I just want Jesus here. Yes. Like I just want, I want the Lord to be praised, to be honored so that his presence will rest and then every everybody gets the ministry that they right. need. Everyone gets touched in their own yes. way that they like that they need God to yeah. meet them in. And, and you hear stories of that all the time. Like right. your stories of people got, Jesus you know, Holy Spirit told me this when I was when you were leading the song. I'm like the song had nothing, to, had nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. So you're not getting it you you are getting it from the song. And that that's the thing. It's like right. it's kind of this you know it's it's this kind of back and forth and and that's what I love about the journey of a worship set list. I love the journey of right. It, it, the journey is important, like how you go from song to song and th- thematically yep. and things like that. You know, you can get real creative with it too, which is fun for sure. But um, but yeah, but but ultimately, like you need God in the room, right? You know, like yeah, like that's why we're all doing it and exalting you know? Him and praising yeah. Him and worshiping Him. Yeah. You're right. I love that because that's yeah. so true. And that. He comes and does whatever he wants to do and whatever yeah. he needs to do in people's lives. Yeah. And so I love that because that does take the pressure off of any mm-hmm. leader, pastor, like yeah. that it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Let's proclaim the gospel. Yeah. And let the God like let that open up people's hearts yeah. towards towards Jesus. And you know those songs just feel like when you're in a room and you're not leading, if you're yeah, if you're some like the people, those songs just 
feel so different. Those vertical yeah. ministering to the Lord songs feel so yeah. different. And it's almost like we're created to minister to the Lord. So when we do that, it's like things just kind of get aligned, aligned in, yeah. within us yep. naturally. For sure. Things I was worried about, not so worried about when I'm declaring like, right. God reigns, like, you know what I mean? When right. I'm declaring like he has all authority and he has all power and, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I don't necessarily need an on the nose message to with what I'm going through. It just kind of like, right. It lifts my attention for sure. Above and it, it puts anyway. everything else in my life in its proper place. Exactly. Right. In perspective. Right. You know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, that's so good. I love it, man. Well, it's, it's amazing. I'm so grateful for you to be here today. Thanks and for having me. Just to fun. talk about all the, these songs and leading worship. And um, just as you, I guess the, the final thing, just maybe final thought is like, obviously this is in the, you know, these things are in the creative space, but maybe like talk about too, just for our listeners who maybe they're not like musicians, maybe they tuned in today just because they just love you or Firm Foundation or, yeah. you know, anything like that. But like how, as you're like living a life of worship, because obviously this, this is a moment as like we're gathered or maybe like we're in our time of prayer and devotion or whatever to God. Yeah. Um, but like, how have you seen, like, how do you walk in life in that kind of a way? Like, how does, how do you take this, this maybe the same idea of like listening and responding mm. into like everyday life? Okay. I see. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same principle, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, submitting your hearts to the Lord and wanting, uh, I want to be a great husband. Yeah. I want to be a great father. Yep. Um, I, I don't want my kids to hate me when they grow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, same. Uh, not only not hate same. me, but I want them to actually really enjoy relationship yes. with me. I want to be close. And, uh, you know, so those are my desires is to run the race well. Yeah. And, and so, and it's the same thing. It's just, it's, it's being submitted to the Lord. It's, it's being repentant. Yeah. It's, it's living in that kind of not, not, not being quick to say sorry, being quick to recognize and being quick to confess that and being, um, you know, and, and just being humble as far as I don't have everything figured out. I don't know it. I, I need, I need God. I yeah. need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Um, and God makes himself so available. Yeah. Like I think sometimes we make it so hard, but he makes himself so available when when you're submitted. Right. You know, it it actually isn't that hard because if your heart's submitted, then you can trust your heart. You can yeah. trust right. You can trust your gut. You can trust those those feelings, you know. Um so and, good. and you learn, you learn, you learn, you you get better and better and better at at trusting and hearing those things and and knowing what's knowing what's you and different apart from God and you know, all that kind of stuff. But Right. There's so much grace in it. So much you know? grace. And I think that's so freeing for to to think about, you know, that yeah. like when you're submitted, then you can trust. And and yeah. what's awesome is God doesn't leave us like out on our own yeah. to just like try and f- figure out what he's doing. Or, you know, he's yeah. given us his spirit yeah. to live inside of us. Yeah. And if we believe in Jesus, we have him. Yeah. And you know, and 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 he's given us his word. Mm-hmm. And so he's not like you said, he's made himself so available. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like, you know, and and we don't get that right all the time but it's but i think having that heart posture i think that's the key though yeah it's this it's this thing where i'm not at the center Mm. he is i'm yielding my life to him and therefore like when i'm 
when I'm reading this or I'm in community with other people who love Jesus and it, all these things like the church, the scripture, the Holy spirit, like they help bring our life into alignment. So it's like what, the, you know, Paul, that we'd be conformed into the image of Jesus, yeah. you know, so day by day. And so, yeah. man, I think that's, that's awesome. And I love that because it, it, you know, I, I, it stems from these moments and, you know, I think where we're in these moments of worship at church or at like something like passion where, yeah. where it's like, we we feel that alignment we sense all of that alignment mm-hmm. but it's pretty awesome that we can live in every single day with that yeah. same sense of like surrender um and power and freedom yeah uh, to god yeah so man that's it's beautiful i love that thank you for being here and 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 just sharing with us today Thanks for having me. you bet checking out this episode of Jesus Songs, a podcast about church music. Subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode and leave a review. We'll see you next time.